Welcome to the Fear and Greed Daily Interview. I'm Sean Aylmer. You can tell a lot about the state of the economy by the advertising market. It's an insight into business confidence, retail spending, and consumer behavior. My guest today sees all of this in detail as the founder of Nun Media, Australia's largest independent media agency. Nun Media has surveyed its clients on advertising confidence and sentiment for 2023. Matt Nunn, welcome to Fear and Greed. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, happy, happy to be here. Okay, so we know the cost of living is rising. Everything from interest rates to power bills are increasing. What's that meant for Australian business in terms of how they're advertising? Well, we commissioned a survey not too long ago of sort of our client base, both medium and large businesses. And what we sort of found that despite, you know, costs from inflation to living costs increasing, 51% of the businesses and advertisers that we deal with remain very confident their advertising strategy will still drive their growth and business outcomes in 23, which was probably against what we thought initially. But also on the flip side of that, the channel plan or the media mix, you know, people are very, very confident that they will stay with the same media mix to deliver those outcomes. Okay. So before we get into the specific types of media, are there certain areas that are more confident or sectors that are more confident, you know, as sort of the consumer durables, the retailers, some of those guys more or less confident than fast moving consumer goods or any of that sort of example? We probably didn't go into specifics by that, but but I, what I can tell you is that retail is probably down a little bit just with the consumer confidence after probably, you know, for some categories of retail, some very high peaks in the last one to two years. You know, we, we're probably seeing, you know, motor cars, uh, the car industry doing quite well. I mean, anybody that's ordered a car in the last probably 12 months or you bought a used car will probably be able to tell you there's been a huge demand in that area. Yeah. Okay. How sensitive is, is advertising to changes in business sentiment? What you're talking about now is it doesn't surprise me too much because certainly while consumer confidence has fallen, business sentiment is quite strong still. When things get tough though, do people keep spending on advertising because they want things to pick up or is it one of those items they tend to pull back on? Well, you know, I could speak with this instance, but also with COVID, you know, what we saw, it really depends in the category of business you are. I mean, I take that example back to COVID, you know, if you were selling computers, anything home office related or anything home related, you know, they seem to have quite a good time of COVID. So I think it really depends on the category. I think what we probably see when things get really bad, there's some businesses that take it on and will try to spend their way out. And Harvey Norman's probably been one of those businesses over the years when things get tough, they'll probably overspend. And when they come out the other side, they probably have a higher brand awareness and therefore their businesses really thrive. Okay. What about that brand awareness? How important is it just to spend, not for a specific outcome, not specifically to get someone to walk in and purchase a product, but just to be top of mind for consumers? Well, I think that's everybody's dream is to be on the consideration list. Um, you know, when a consumer is thinking of your category to purchase, if you can be at least in that consideration set, then you are an, a chance, an absolute chance to be purchased. I think the thing that's changed over the time is that um, that that purchase and the pathway to the purchase has changed considerably with the introduction of digital-based media. Stay with me, Matt. We'll be back in a minute.
My guest this morning is Matt Nunn, founder and director of Nunn Media. Okay, so let's get on to where people are spending money. Is it something that they're all, I mean, I, I, I noticed the results from Google and also from maybe it was Microsoft or Amazon or one of those, that, you know, a bit mixed, some, some sense that maybe spending on digital isn't the be all and end all that it seems to have been in the last decade or so. Where are people spending their money? Well, th- this is the thing, and we, we, we in our industry, we actually track sort of through SMI data where people are and how much they're sort of spending. And if I look at January's figures versus every January in, in previous history in the Australian market, advertising expenditure is up about 13% from 2018, which was the next biggest level. So people are spending money and they're spending a lot of money on advertising. Let's just not forget about that. Where are they spending it, Matt? Well, traditionally, like if I look at the splits, you know, I think TV's around about 36%, digital's about 40%, outdoors about 11 radio's about 7 and press probably makes up a couple of percent and then some miscellaneous stuff. So that's kind of where, you know, the, the slice of the pie is. Okay. What? Why do people advertise on free-to-wear? Why do they advertise in, on radio? Why do they advertise in press at all? I'm just interested in what, what their focus is. What are they trying to achieve? Well, I think, you know, I could answer this with a 10-page document, but just to bring it down a little bit, I think TV, you know, the, is the world heavyweight champion of building reach and awareness in a very short period of time. So advertisers sourcing that will, will potentially choose TV and free-to-air TV. Radio, uh, to me, is, is, is a call-to-action-based media. But also, given the unit costs, you can probably get a lot better frequency and potentially top of mind from from advertising there. And I think, you know, your digital, particularly, you know, your your performance-based digital is really ROI tracked. So, you know, I put a dollar here, I get, you know, $2 back or relating it to some type of metric. Are the other, the non-digital investments more difficult to track ROI. I mean, that's a statement, but how much more difficult? Because you really can get a great tracking result, at least from digital. Yeah, it, it really is really hard. I mean, to say that an advertiser that's advertising on TV, radio, press, Google, Facebook, et cetera, et cetera, trying to unravel that. There are a lot of studies in market that show when people advertise on TV and digital media that digital works and converts at a lot higher rate versus a digital-only advertiser. Right. Okay. So they kind of go hand in hand in a way. They do. They do. And we, we have, you know, do a lot of econometrics studies and tracking and as well with our a lot of our clients just to work out which media is going to perform best and what media does work, does perform best. What about streaming? I mean, I, I watch very little free-to-wear. I stream pretty much everything and I even stream the I even stream the free-to-wear channels now rather than actually finding the channel itself. How does that work? Are people, does, does streaming work? Are people using it more intensely? Well, very interesting topic. I think if you ask mum and dad or anybody down the street, everybody's watching Netflix and Stan and Amazon and what have you. What we've seen in the market is, and, and with our sort of surveys that 100% of businesses said that, you know, streaming was probably relevant to them and then 100% said that they'd be willing to look at trialling. The models, the ad models that are in market at the moment, Netflix has, I think, five minutes per hour 
and binge has four minutes. Uh, so the results of that advertising is probably yet to be sort of quantified, but it's definitely, you know, of interest to a lot of businesses. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, if you watch SBS streaming service, I always get quite upset about the fact that they have an ad in the middle of it, whereas if you one of those commercial streaming services where I'm paying a subscription, I kind of like the no ads. And I suppose that's something that the industry has to overcome too, the the interruption factor. Well, that's right. That's right. And, and one attracts a particular type of audience and those that are prepared to pay and not receive ads probably attracts a different type. Okay. i got to ask about podcasts. Be nice, Matt. Be nice. Well, I actually have my own podcast, so I'm all about podcasts. Ah, fantastic. <laughs> um, just to get that plug in there. But um, podcasts, uh, it's very, probably more niche and very specific to a topic or an environment, but, you know, can be very popular and very relevant to a lot of businesses. Okay. What about the metaverse? I know that it's something that you have looked into. Do people understand the metaverse enough to advertise in it? I would say no, they don't, but it's intriguing. So that deep engagement, digital showrooms, to the thought of a test driving a car virtually to, you know, what happened at Wimbledon with, uh, I think it was Minecraft sort of built around, you know, sort of that concept around Wimbledon. You know, it's, it's very interesting. Yeah, okay. What about gaming? Because I know something from your survey, it's just that businesses don't advertise a lot in, in gaming. Yeah. So, so, you know, what we saw you know, with our sort of survey was that perhaps a, f- a few years ago, it really was a topic of discussion and there was a lot of planning around sort of, you know, looking at esports and and gaming. But what we saw in our survey was that, you know, that's probably reduced. And given the tightening of the market, people are probably steering away from that a little bit. And I think 100% of our respondents were to, to either not spend or stay away from. One final one, and this is a specific question about Channel 9. I mean, it, it did a $305 million deal for the Olympics covering Paris next year, um, LA, the Winter Games, and, of course, Brisbane in 2032, which I'm sure is the big draw card. Is that a media organisation very much putting up its hand and saying, this is what we work to? To spend that much money, can you recoup that in advertising? I think that the strategy of TV stations and our survey probably reflected that, that advertisers are really hot and 71% agreed that free-to-air sports broadcasting remained a, a very attractive proposition. But the TV networks generally will make that investment, increase their audience during that time or look to, and then try to promote a lot of their programs within upcoming and launch programs off the back of that to increase their audience and buy market share. So I think long-term, it can be a very effective strategy. Matt, thank you for talking to Fear and Greed. No worries. Thanks for having me. That was Matt Nunn, founder and director of Nunn Media. Actually, Matt, before you go, what's your podcast called? We love shouting out to other podcasts. What is it? Well, my podcast is is probably more themed around um, business, sports, and leadership. Fantastic. So uh, if we put in your search engine, Matt Nunn podcast, we'll come up with it. You, will we? You'll come up. You'll come up. <clears throat> Fantastic. This is the Fear and Greed Daily Interview. Join us every morning for the full episode of Fear and Greed, Australia's most popular business podcast. I'm Sean Elmer. Enjoy your day. <laughs>